welcome back to another episode of In-Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre, and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight-to-the-point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing, things that change the way you view your surfing. And this week, I want to have that discussion around that we all kind of go through with, shouldn't I just surf more if I want to get better? And when it comes to trying to improve your surfing, there's going to come that time, maybe before you even start, when you ask yourself that, shouldn't I just surf more? Well, this comes from someone else shrugging it off, saying to you, just go surf more and you'll get better. But if you don't know how to improve, what good surfing should feel like, and how to work through those movements, how do you expect to figure it out? Trial and error? It ends up with many surfers feeling frustrated and stagnant in their surfing, getting stuck in their comfort zone, and never really venturing out of it. But this isn't about surfing more is wrong. It's about when you need to put in the effort to surf more, and when you need to figure things out and how time out of the surf can help shorten that learning curve. However, when the waves are there, go surf. Surfing is surfing, and there isn't anything that can replace that 100%. Surfing is a unique sport. It's one of the few sports we don't have control or time over the environment we play in. We don't get that time to relax, figure out what we want to do or psych ourselves up and the environment doesn't always repeat itself. It's out of our control. Each wave is slightly different, and it's not like a skate park just waiting for you to act and for you to choose what you want to do. And this is where that frustration with trial and error can come in. And land-based training like SurfSkate is where you can help yourself figure out these things in your own time and get more feedback quickly. So if someone comes to us and they want to get coaching, the first thing we do face-to-face, anytime we coach someone, is not meet them at the beach and watch them surf. That surfer may be struggling with multiple different areas of their surfing, their tides, conditions, crowd, whatever it is, if they don't catch waves or take a long time to get waves, we minimize, we minimize how much feedback we can actually give. Instead, we're gonna put that surfer on a surf skate Within five minutes, we're going to know a lot about their surfing, how they move, how they handle stress, if they hold any tension, and what they know and understand of surfing. Just a quick roll around here on the flats or in a skate park and to see how someone moves. It's then up to us as a coach to figure out if it's a lack of knowledge, experience, feeling, or something else. Usually for the average surfer, the biggest and most common issue is they don't know how to move their body properly. It's awkward, uncoordinated, and they're sending mixed signals to their board and where they want to go and what they want to do. But it's not the surfer's fault. It's just a process of now figuring that out and learning how to move properly, learning how to coordinate. And this is where land-based training with some direction will drastically change the way you move and feel so that you can figure that out. Understand it and try to replicate it again in the surf. That's the point of land-based training, is to cut your learning curve down drastically. So when do we want to do land-based training? 
And it's really whenever you want to learn something, when you want to improve, when you've got the time where you can't get to the beach. If you're wondering how long and how to get the most out of your land-based training, then there's two podcasts you can go back and listen to. There's one about creating a feedback loop and there's another about making sure that you don't train bad habits. And these are around that somewhere between the 10 to 20 range. So you'll be able to find them there. But the main thing before starting any land-based training is knowing what, how, and why. What are you going to train? How will you train it? How those movements will impact your board and the way you surf? And why does doing it that way feel better or worse? It comes back to always asking yourself whenever you do something, how did I move? How did it feel? Did it feel awkward? If it did, it probably looked awkward. It wasn't the correct technique. And then following up, how can I make that feel better? You don't need to know all the answers to these questions, but having an idea of a few of them is going to start you off in the right direction. And if you want to skip time, we always have our training programs. I plug them at the end of these episodes. We have our intermediate 12-week training program and our beginner six-week training program. This is where we recommend most people to start along. You just plug in, follow along, step-by-step training. And then we've got the whole fundamentals, maneuver deep dive series there as well after. If you have a rough idea of what you're doing, why, how, and you start training on land, working through that movement, asking the questions of, how it felt, how did you move, and how can I make this look and feel better? As well as using your phone to create a feedback loop, you'll quickly turn the blind trial and error into positive time spent, making yourself move better. Once you start building muscle memory and the new movement patterns and understanding start to sink in, it will start to show in your surfing as well. So the reverse of this then is when to surf more and do less training. There's no right or wrong here for this. It's a balance, and it's what works for you in terms of making progress and your life. The best way to improve your surfing is to focus on one thing at a time. Again, that's a whole other previous podcast episode, very early one on, as this will allow you to easily focus and see the changes it makes to your surfing. It's not gonna become muddled in five other things going on that you're trying to implement. You can tell one thing Did it improve, yes or no? What this means is you're going to go through cycles of what you want to work on and where. You'll switch up your time based on how you're going and what you want out of it. If we look at this across your journey, though, and when we simply just surf more will benefit you is when you understand the movement pattern or skill you're working on as a whole and you get to a point of tweaking it, making the small changes, those micro adjustments to feel more, to get more speed and improve technique. If you understand the full movement and have consistency in it, you can do it quite easily. Making the tweaks becomes easier. There is less to think about and feeling that tweak on land takes minutes. It's a quick change. Do this one thing, how did that feel? I felt this, great, apply that to the surf. Your body at this point is familiar with the maneuver. It doesn't have to think about it much. This is where you're somewhere between consciously competent and unconsciously competent. Again, that's the four stages of learning. Consciously competent talking about you have to think about it, but you can do it. You're competent in it. And unconsciously competent means you don't have to think about it. 
when you're at that stage making a tweak, you want to go and spend all your time surfing because that's what you're trying to do your land-based training for. You're at a point now where it becomes easier and it's one small change. If you are at this point, go surf your brains out. If at some point this becomes frustrating, you're at this point, or you feel like you're at this point, or you're not sure, whatever it is, if it becomes frustrating, break the cycle and head back to land-based training or mix it up. Do something to change it. But if you go back to that land-based training, recapture the feeling and the movement and try again. Or get video footage of what you're doing in the surf and this is going to highlight what you may or may not be doing. That footage of your surfing is going to give you that clue. It is hard to argue with the camera. It sucks when you watch your surfing and you're trying to improve it, but it's undeniable proof and it's the fastest way to just suck up the ego, take it on the chin, look at it and go, great, I know what to do now. See it as a positive light rather than like, holy crap, is that my surfing? We've all been there. So in summary, this is a really quick episode because it is what it is. Surf when you want to improve. Train when you want to improve. Do stuff on land when you want to figure a movement out. And when you're tweaking it, go surf. But surfing isn't easy. If we wanted to learn golf, we'd go, we can't just go smack a ball unless that's all we care about. But if you want to improve and sink deeper, you'll learn it's heavily nuanced. And sometimes you're going to go get a lesson. You're going to go point in the right direction. You're going to ask someone. It's the same thing for surfing. There's lessons, training programs, or someone external can point you in the right direction, cutting down your time to improve. If you don't know, ask the questions. If you want to learn faster, cut out the frustration, start implementing land-based training, and find a balance between training and implementing it in the surf. The problem for the average surfer is typically that they don't know how to move. So it becomes trial and error. And this is where that bad style and mixed signals and movements come from. Jump on a surf skate or try to replicate the movements in surfing with the aim of figuring out how to move better. Ask the questions. How did I move? How did it feel? How did my board respond? And how can I move or make it feel better? When you start understanding and nailing a movement in your land-based training, take it to the surf and focus on replicating it. If it becomes frustrating, go back to land-based training and try to ask the questions to figure out where the difference in technique or understanding is. When you get to a point where the movement is coming easier, you're now nearing a stage of focusing on how to tweak it and more advanced surfing. This is the time to spend a few minutes feeling how the tweak improves technique and spending most of your time in the surf. And if you do want that insight into what your land-based training should be, as well as your surf-based training, surf skate training, theory, psychology, all of this, that's all included on our training programs. You can start a free trial anytime at train.onbe.co. So has this episode given you more to think about with your training? Are you keen to now think about land-based training? Are you still in that mindset of like, I'm just going to surf more? It's really up to you. It's finding that balance, what works for you to get the most out of your surfing and your personal goals, where you want to be. So you can tell me that. I'd love to know. You can reach out anytime. You can message me in the community app or send an email to info.onbi.co anytime. Next week is going to be a little bit of a special episode. It's going to be episode 50. I didn't actually ever think I would get to episode 50 with this. Definitely wasn't planned that way. So I'm going to have a little special episode for you. So until then, I'll see you next time.